Jesus asked the question, Is it of heaven or is it of man? Let's think about that today as we look at some popular teachings in the religious world, but in light of Scripture. It's next from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you've decided to listen to our program today. In a world of challenges, we need God's Word to help us face those challenges. Thank you for joining us in this period of Bible study with our speaker, Jeff Archie, of International Gospel Hour, a broadcast of the Churches of Christ. Let's listen now. Here's Jeff. Well, thank you, Jay Webb, and greetings to all of you. So good to have you with us today, as today we reach for a voice from the past, as we do occasionally on the International Gospel Hour. And that voice from the past is Fred Dennis. Now, we've had Brother Dennis's lessons before, and we look forward to another lesson from this good brother, who lived a wonderful life from 1894 to 1983. Preaching mostly throughout Ohio and West Virginia, he traveled and preached at different places, but he was an exceptional writer, and among his writings were three volumes of books titled 50 Short Sermons. Now, although they are short as far as brevity, they are lengthy with the power of the Scripture, and you will hear that today as we will consider a lesson from the late Fred Dennis titled, Man's Teaching versus God's Teaching. But first, here is our J-Webb with a very special offer of a free booklet we would like to share with you. Again, it's yours, absolutely free. Here is Jay with the details. Good folks, please allow us to send a special free booklet called Something is Wrong, But the Bible is Right. This is a study that clears away a lot of the confusion in the religious world and allows us to see that the Bible is always right. Just call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Bible Tract. That's it. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com Click on the Contact tab and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Bible Tract in the message box. Now, back to our study. Today we want to direct the listener's attention to several things that men teach and then further direct our minds to what God teaches on the same subject. God knows we have no desire to misrepresent either the teaching of man or God, We do not mean that all men teach these things, but we do mean that some men teach them. We ought not to receive anything simply because some man teaches it, but we ought to receive whatever God teaches. But now, to the law and to the testimony. Men teach that there are many churches. In fact, we have hundreds of these man-made churches right here in in our own beloved country. But I say they are man-made because God did not make them. God made one church, as Jesus said, according to the statement in Matthew 16:18, Upon this rock I will build my church. Please note that he did not say churches. He built one church. This is his body. We are told plainly in Ephesians 4:4 4, 4, that there is one body. Second, men talk about joining the church. God does not talk that way. The addition to the Lord's church takes place in heaven. When we obey the Lord, He adds us to the church. 
The same thing that makes us or saves us makes us members of the church. Being saved and becoming a member of the church are one and the same thing. There is no such thing as being saved and then joining the church of our choice. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved, in the words of Acts 2.47. Third, men teach that we are saved by faith only. God does not so teach. We do have the words faith only coming together in the book, but in that one place it is to refute the idea that we are saved by faith only. James 2.24, you see then how that by works a man is justified and not by faith only. Next, men teach that baptism is not essential to salvation, but God does not teach this. The blessed Christ said, He that believes and is baptized shall be saved, Mark 16.16. He did not say anything about being saved without doing this, but he did say that if we do not do this, we shall be condemned. After Saul had believed and repented genuinely, he was told to arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord, Acts 22.16. Yes, God says baptism is essential to our salvation. 1 Peter 3.21 says, The like figure whereunto even baptism does also now save us, not, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Next, men teach that infants should be baptized. God does not teach infant baptism. Baptism is for penitent believers. On the birthday of the church, when persons had heard and believed the gospel, they were told to repent and be baptized, Acts 2.38. In the latter part of Acts 8, we read about a man who was taught the gospel by an inspired preacher. After hearing the gospel, he expressed a desire to be baptized. The inspired preacher said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. He expressed his faith by saying, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, Acts 8.37. Infant baptism originated with men hundreds of years after the New Testament was a finished book. Next, men teach that sprinkling and pouring will do for baptism. God does not so teach. He teaches that baptism is a burial and a resurrection. He teaches that in baptism we have our bodies washed with pure water. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection, Romans 6, 4, and 5. Colossians 2 and verse 12 affirm, Buried with him in baptism, wherein also you are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. And in Hebrews 10:22, Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Next, men teach that there is nothing in a name. God teaches that there is salvation in a name that is in the name of Christ. Acts 4 and verse 12 says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And we must do everything in the name or by the authority of Christ, Colossians 3.17. In this name we are to glorify God, 1 Peter 4.16. Men teach that we cannot apostatize or we cannot fall from grace. God does not teach this. 
Hebrews 3.12 says, Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. Yes, there is danger in departing from the living God. Paul was afraid that he might be lost and hear him. 1 Corinthians 9.27 But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means when I preach to others, I myself should be a castaway. Men teach that we should eat the Lord's Supper occasionally. God teaches that members of the church ought to eat the Lord's Supper every Lord's Day. Acts 20 verse 7 affirms, And upon the first day of the week, when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul preached unto them, ready to depart on the morrow, and continued his speech until midnight. What did these disciples come together for? The inspired record says they came together to break bread. When was this meeting? The record says that it was upon the first day of the week. Yes, the early disciples continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, in fellowship, and in breaking of bread, and in prayers, Acts 2.42. Men teach closed communion. God does not teach this, but He does teach in 1 Corinthians 11.28, Let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. Men teach that it is all right to finance the church by social, fairs, and many other questionable ways. God does not teach this. He teaches that Christians are to give as they have been prospered, 1 Corinthians 16, 1 and 2, and how Christians should abound in this grace of giving also, 2 Corinthians 8, 7. Men teach that it is all right to have instrumental music in the worship of Christians, but God does not teach this. Instrumental music in the worship of Christians was not introduced until the church was more than 600 years old. Of course, it is purely of human origin. It is a modern innovation and did not become general in Christian worship until about the 13th century. God is the one to be worshipped. He is the one to tell us how to worship Him. He tells us to sing. He tells us what to sing and how to sing. Ephesians 5.19 affirms, Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. And Colossians 3.16 Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Men teach that it is all right for us to do our good works through human organizations, but God does not teach this. He says that whatever Christians do is to be done in the name of Christ and not to be done in the name of some human organization, and that human organization get the glory and honor. The honor and glory are to go to Christ. Unto Him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. Ephesians 3 and verse 21. Dear friends, as Brother Dennis acknowledged, we wish not to misrepresent anyone. And as we bring forth the scripture that teaches otherwise, we do so to glorify God and to present our objections firmly but graciously, to drive us all to a study of the Word of God. And may our spirit be always of that of 2 Timothy 2, 23-26. But avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, but be gentle to all, able to teach, patient, in humility correcting those who are in opposition, if God perhaps will grant them repentance, so that they may know the truth, and that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. Dear friends, that is our plea here through our broadcast of the International Gospel Hour. 
We want to study and to seek those things that be of God. And yes, today, I may have brought forth some things that you're thinking, "Mm, I don't know that I agree with that. Well, dear friends, take the Bible and see what we have to say and study it. And if we can be of further help in your studies, let us hear from you. Use our toll-free number at 1-855-IGH-6988. And I'll see you next time, friends. Thanks for joining me, and keep listening. Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com to God be the glory.